Hi there, and thanks for tuning in to the Four-Eyed Radio Network. You're about to listen to another proud presentation brought to you by Revenge Lover Designs. Stand out from the crowd. For more information, visit revengelover.com and mention the podcast for 10% off of your order. Wallop and web snappers. My spider sense is tingling. Anybody else's spider sense tingling? Welcome to Walloping Web Snappers, a Spider-Man podcast where we dive into every Spider-Man cartoon ever made. I'm Doug. And I'm Derek. And is your spider sense tingling? It is, and it's telling me that I'm going to grow into a big old giant. Wow. To listen to the show, find us on 4iradio.com and wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is brought to you by Revenge Lover Designs, illustration and design that fit your personality. For samples and inquiries, visit revengelover.com. And as always, we'd like to take a quick moment to thank our spectacular tier patrons, Bo, Carl, Eric, Katie, Jason, and David. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, hey, by the way, we are going on a New Year's break for the month of January. We are. And if you're wondering why, well, I can tell you, it'll be the first time in almost exactly three years that a week will have gone (laughs) by without a podcast drop from us is that first week of January. Uh, So we've been consistently releasing episodes every single week. For three for straight, hundred and fifty-six weeks. Is that what it yeah. is? <laughs> I think it'll be like three years and in, in ten days. So a long time and for both of us. Some weeks contain multiple podcast drops yeah. of multiple shows. So it's a long time. So we're like, it's it just felt like a right time finishing off the first season of the first Spider-Man cartoon. Felt like a good point. Take a break refresher at the start of of the new year um so we are technically gonna be dark for the month of january so you know don't fret when when next week comes the design <laughs> episode we'll be back for regular episodes in february and in fact because we're overachievers we are still there's you're still gonna get a couple of bonus things in the feed um during january it's just gonna be a lot less uh basically two of our favorite patreon episodes we're gonna release on january 10th and january 24th so just every other week in the in the month of january so you're gonna get a couple of special episodes then uh, you'll see them when they come it'll be a nice surprise if you're not a patron it'll be totally new to you if you are they're episodes that i think are fun to re-listen to because they're fun episodes. oh yeah but then we're going to be back for regular episodes starting February 7th and then surely back to week to week basis, probably, you know, for another three years or something oh. until we get exhausted <laughs> again. So, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so that'll be a fun. So, you know, that'll be fun and refreshing for us. I'm sure we'll come back with lots of fun stories about oh all the gosh. adventures that we had. <laughs> in January. Or just like a month of built up podcasting energy. <laughs> Yeah, right, right. We'll see. It's going to be a disastrous podcast in February. We're going to forget what we're doing. I can't wait. I can't wait. It's going to be good. Yeah. (laughs) Well, we are still here in 2022. We've got one episode of the year left, and we are talking about Spider-Man 1967, which means we are joined by a guest, no, two guests for the finale here. Uh, We are joined by both hosts of Distant Echoes, a Star Wars podcast, Cassie and Tommy Profit. Hello. 
Woo, that's us. <laughs> <laughs> that is you. That's that's Cassie. Hi. <laughs> and by the way, I, 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 I guess it never really occurred to me that you all went as long as you did. That's insane. A, Congratulations. A yeah, Thanks. take a yeah. well-deserved. Your mental health needs it. <laughs> yeah, take a well-deserved month off. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, from us to you. Oh, you my can gosh. Do it. Yeah, oh, we, we give you gift. permission. <laughs> thank you for the permission. We appreciate it, yeah. It's, it's our, a life, it's our day life day gift. Oh, gift. That's right. Wow. <laughs> That's <Yes>. right. <laughs> Perfect. You got it. Perfect. Incredible. Oh, I love it. Well, obviously, the two of you are used to talking Star Wars, but you've been around these parts to talk about Spider-Man before. Uh, So did you all talk about this show with us at all? Yeah, I was going to say that was the one that we were on. I thought so. We both have separately have too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you've watched the whole series since then, of course, right? You're now like experts in the 1967 cartoon. <laughs> yeah. Completely binging it. Um, don't really watch anything else, to be honest. Yeah, I thought so. Just put it on repeat. I figured. <laughs> yeah. I thought that your Star uh, Wars episodes were a little weird and like off topic, but you know. Yeah. Sometimes I go to say Obi and just I accidentally obsessed. say, uh, I, why could I not pull any Spider-Man, Spider-Man? names? <laughs> you could have just said Spider-Man. I just said Spider-Man. <laughs> Wow. Wow. Oh goodness. Yeah, we're we're uh we're I little... recall the rhino uh-huh. um, yes. and his terrifying skin suit. Yeah, which that... okay, so that's the episode you were on. Tommy, which episode yep. who oh, did we talk about? Doug, how could you what? forget uh, what we what what Tommy oh, was like? No. Oh, I remember. Right. Right. That's right. Yeah. I don't oh, even no. Okay, know you don't have to, to remind us. About it. You don't have to remind <laughs> yeah. us. No, no, okay, no. Half of it, half of it was the first very racist episode, but the yes. other half of it was the first appearance of the Phantom and is like cool Which I love. robot ladies that shrunk stuff. So yeah. like half yeah. of the it was Phantom. Good. You got like a fifty percent draw. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That one was legit. You know what's uh, great? The other one, he comes back. <laughs> Ooh. I know it's great. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, we don't have, I mean, I'll be honest, I, no additional tidbits to our Spider-Man lore. I've played, I've played, uh, Miles Morales in Marvel Snap a couple times. (gasps) Um, I don't know if that. You played Marvel, wait, oh, no, you didn't, you're not saying you played the Miles Morales video game, you're saying you played Miles Morales, the character in the Marvel Snap game. Marvel Snap. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Didn't mean to get you excited. No, that's incredible, (laughs) too. That was like, I can't believe you never told me that you played the Miles Morales game, Didn't that just come out? No, they came out like a year ago. Like a year ago. ago. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I'm I'm really behind. Yeah. (laughs) What does Miles do in that game? What's his thing? I don't even remember at this point because uh, I don't. I don't think I have that in any, like any of my decks anymore. Oh, it. Uh, oh, no. I think it's just a, a like a a reskin of like the normal Spider-Man. Card? Uh, no, okay. or is it a separate one? That's lame. I think yeah, it's a separate a one. Oh, I hope okay. it's it separate. Be actually, yeah, yeah. I don't even remember that. That, that game like, melts your brain. Nullify a card or something. His Venom Shock or something like that. Yeah. 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 Whatever. Yeah. Well, you, you should play the Insomniac <laughs> Spider-Man games, including Miles Morales too, as they're really good. They're very um, good. Not that I, I'm sure. I will. I'm sure no one has said that to you ever before. That the Spider-Man <laughs> games are good. <laughs> First my time. favorite Spider-Man game. That is also my only like strongest, I guess, intake of Spider-Man, which is what I, which I talked about last time was the Carnage game on Sega. <laughs> oh, yep. Yes. So good. Uh, I still need to one. like find an emulator of that. I want to experience yes. this. Yes. 
It's kind of scary, and the music's really good. Ooh, that's that's only a bet. Like that's a bigger sell, honestly. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. That'll be a fun let's play. Oh yeah. my gosh! <laughs> Side scrolling. Yeah. Jumping down the subway. Heck yeah. With your tongue out, punching some bad guys. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds perfect. <laughs> perfect. Well, That's what I remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are talking about, uh, like I said, 67. So we've got uh, an old school villain that I'm sure you're at least familiar with. And then probably a mm-hmm. pair of villains you're not super familiar with. So um, this first segment here is Spider-Man 1967, season one, episode 20, segment A. And it is called Sting <laughs> of the Scorpion. And the synopsis from Derek is Scorpion becomes a kaiju. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Accurate, yeah, hundred percent accurate. Not as pointy as other kaiju. No. He's very rat. Not He's very uh, smooth. Smooth. Yeah, yeah. I didn't like that. Smooth, smooth kaiju. kaiju. <laughs> he has he has a weedle tail. Yeah, he kind of yeah. does. Not even a weedle. Uh, um, caterpie. No, not a caterpie. What's a uh, Doug Trio? It's more like oh a, gosh, it's like a, no, don't even a wug trio tail. A wug trio tail. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy! Yeah, it's smooth. It's not pointy. No, no. 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 <laughs> now, one interesting thing about this episode is the last episode of the season of this first season of the first Spider-Man cartoon, and it's just uh, this is something I'm sure we'll talk about a little more in depth um, when the show when we come back to the show for its second season at some point in the future. Who knows when we'll revisit it? But um, it is interesting because this is the last episode that like Grand Trey Lawrence animation does. And then they go bankrupt, it, and then <laughs> Krantz Animation oh, takes God. over with Ralph Bakshi as like basically the showrunner and everything. And it kind of becomes like a pretty radically different show a in a lot of ways. Show. Yeah, <laughs> and so it's kind of interesting watching these two. It, like, I think that'll be a fun thing as we're talking about it through that lens of like this might be the last time that we see episodes like this, and not that these episodes like you know, end with a lot of big finale fanfare or anything because TV wasn't being made like that. But it is sort of interesting that it's just like some of these tropes that I think are going to come up that that is common in this show. It will probably be the last time that they come up in this show because Mm. the show kind of becomes a different show after this. Um, Just thought that was interesting interesting. to bring up, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, not a bad pair of episodes to like close out the season. No, no. And and also they were like, they were entertaining, like for sure. Like I, I think that like, if I hadn't watched any of the show prior to this and I watched these two episodes, I would I would have definitely been entertained. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I was just going to say, you know, both of them are kind of soft sequel episodes. You know, obviously for this show, like, it's not like continuity matters that much. You should just like, oh, I guess that's the Scorpion. Oh, I guess those are the Fly Twins. Like, you don't need to have seen episodes they appeared in previously. Um, but it does kind of bring a lot of stuff like um, maybe not full circle, but sort of like completes a loop a little bit because this whole first season, basically every almost every major villain makes two appearances uh at least two at least two appearances except for except for sandman never appears a second time in the season he only appears once and then there's a couple of original villains um that only appear once but pretty much every major villain especially all the comic book villains except for them make at least one additional appearance and now with this episode that includes the scorpion and the fly twins which is kind of fun so the so the fly boys have been 
in the show before. Yeah, this they is have. not their first appearance. Okay, right? I have. I made up a backstory in my head Ooh. because I didn't realize that. Okay, when we <laughs> get they to were, that they, segment, I'm yeah. very excited to hear like what okay. your backstory is versus great. what we know. <laughs> we don't learn that much about them in their first no. appearance. It's not like it's an origin episode or anything. So your backstory, we yes. might still be able to make the head canon right. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Ooh. I got it. Yeah, I'm just excited. like I did with the rhino. Apparently, Heck yeah, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously, the first uh, first segment features the scorpion, um, and it's worth noting. No, you know, it's so weird with this series. Normally, if we get a character return and it's the same person, we wouldn't say anything about it. But this show has a tendency to switch character, like uh, voice actors, from episode to episode. So this is a return of the scorpion, and it is a return of the same guy who voiced him in his first appearance, Never Step on a Scorpion, Carl Bannis. So it, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> C- can I just say, too, um, that episode was called Never Step on a Scorpion. This episode is called Sting of the Scorpion, which is like a very traditional, like that's the name of one of the comics. Yeah. Future shows will use that title for other ones. But mm-hmm. I feel like if his first appearance is Never Step on a Scorpion, and then he becomes a big kaiju scorpion in this episode, then the Looking sequel title, it should have went it should have went from Never Step on a Scorpion to The Scorpion Steps on You, or oh, yeah. Stepped <laughs> on or Stepped on by a Scorpion should have been the title oh, of Oh, I episode. like that one. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, it would have been Step a better on me, sequel Scorpion. Yeah. Yeah. Step Honestly, on just scorpion. swapping them would have been better, but I like yours even better than that. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Again, it would not hurt to step on the scorpion because he's flaccid looking. Yeah. No spikes. <laughs> no rigidity whatsoever. <laughs> well, let's get into this segment and what happens. It opens with Scorpion escaping from prison. So they acknowledge that he has been captured and locked up before, and he vows to get revenge on J. Jonah Jameson and Spider-Man. Naturally, when Jameson learns of Scorpion's escape, he reaches out to Dr. Stillwell, Scorpion's creator, who assures Jameson that Scorpion will come for him first in order to re-up on the formula that gave him his powers, because apparently those powers wear off. Sure, apparently. <laughs> okay. Sure. Why not? <laughs> we're yeah. already laughing. I, we're I, just remembering the in- beginning of this, and we're just sitting here laughing because we're. But we both were like, we looked at each other and we're like, jail scene. Yeah, we're like, why is why is he in his costume in jail? Why didn't they oh like? He's still in his costume. <laughs> They yeah. don't let anyone also, change into other clothes when no. they go to jail. Oh, the, show. The, no. the episode before this, three villains, Green Goblin, Electro, and Vulture, yeah. all get broken out of prison. <laughs> all of them. Think of those, how like gaudy and, and, and Including bombastic Vulture those with costumes his freaking are. Wings, right? Are all in prison with all of their equipment and costumes. They just like they just like throw them in jail and then don't address anything <laughs> else about them. <laughs> also, too, the guard like literally just like does the does his rounds and just peeks in the cell and there's a massive hole. <laughs> it's just like, it's so, it it's, had to you had to have seen him doing that. Like right, you yeah. did not did you take that long to walk back it's up so to silly the jail cell? Like, right. I know that it's like it is silly, but it's also very silly. Well and if the mm-hmm. implication is that the formula has like Stillwell is like, oh it's probably the formula's probably worn off by now, that means he wasn't digging that with like super strength rating either. No, he was just, just being a, a normal dude digging a hole. Oh yeah. <laughs> with what too? Like a fork? Like what did he have? He's not pointy. What yeah. did he have in there to dig with? Yeah, he couldn't dig with his flaccid tail. So like, right? like using like a plastic straw, just like jabbing at the ground. Also too. J. John and Jameson's phone call is like 
classic like animated early animated phone call where there's no <laughs> breaks in between he's just like he answers the phone and is like what he can't have call, call everyone do something and just like, it's like who, what are they saying how fast are they talking like I, he also I has it. like four phones on his desk oh, oh, does yeah. he always have like four phones on that's his is, desk oh yeah it, it, it's, 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 it's always at least three sometimes four in yeah. this show <laughs> yep. he's a very important man and occasionally yeah. you get to see him answer all of them at the same time yeah. oh nice <laughs> They don't look plugged in. Don't they still need to be plugged in at this time? That yep. is hilarious, actually. Yep. The idea that J. Jonah Jameson would just put phones on his desk that aren't even plugged in to appear busier <laughs> or more important than he is. I love this. Yeah, that sounds... That's, that kind of, I feel like that's a character. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Stillwell, in his conversation with Jameson, is like, don't worry, I'll set up a trap. And his trap is a single bear trap by the front door labeled oh bear God. trap. Which is super stupid, but also kind of camp, to be honest. I think I He's love just like, it. This will work. No one's going to yeah. get past this. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. And then, like, just, I, you know, I didn't even think about it because obviously, you know, the scorpion just like breaks through the, the window right behind yeah. it, which is yeah. a very funny, like, comedic moment. Whether you just yeah. like literally, as soon as he puts it down, it pans over to the window and he breaks in. But then it makes it even funnier. Like, that's the one level. That's one level of comedy. Like, oh, of course, he's just going to use a different entrance. But then you think, like, wait, even if he used the front door, he could just step around the bear trap anyway. So there was literally no universe where this bear right. trap would have ever worked in the first place. This episode is funny. Like, it's I think they funny. were oh, trying very hilarious. hard hilarious. to be funny, and I think it kind of works. <laughs> yeah. Also, this is this is like 12th level of just <laughs> this doesn't work. Like house doors typically open on the inside too, so like the <laughs> door would have just knocked into the bear trap. <laughs> into the bear trap, like it's not like the door. Incredible! That was a massive bear trap. Like it would have like mm-hmm. yeah. I, I everything about that scene, I was just like, wait, we actually had to like rewind it. And watch it again. <laughs> also, the bear trap is clearly labeled bear trap I, in case you you couldn't figure it out. That it just says bear so trap good. on it. So funny. A thing that like famously you could confuse for something else like bear trap. It looks like so many things. (laughs) You have to know. (laughs) It's funny too because it's like I feel like this era of cartoon had bear traps constantly like in Looney Tunes or Mm -hmm. whatever like so it's not even like you needed to say what it was. Like <laughs> this was like the height of bear trap comedy. They should have just said scorpion trap on it. I think that would have been like the pinnacle. That would have been so good. (laughs) So good. (laughs) well like you said Derek Scorpion basically immediately crashes through a window when he sets up this trap and gets pissed because he's like I need the formula and Stillwell won't give it to him so he just starts mixing chemicals together and chugs like a (laughs) cocktail of chemicals from Stillwell's lab it's like on fire it's like boiling or something and he just throws it inside his mouth real bad Wow. It's, it's and then apparently bad. they already have an antidote to that, whatever he that just did. That particular mixture. Yeah. yeah of he, course. he was like, oh, yeah, it's right here. Lucked out yeah. that he just happened to recreate a perfect kaiju formula <laughs> by accident that has already been mm-hmm. made before and already been already been tested and already had an antidote created. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah this will work, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, my God. And that's yeah. exactly what happens when Spider Man shows up. Like, Scorpion's gone, but Stillwell's like, here's an antidote. It'll probably work and, you know and actually i i really do think this episode is very good and very funny but mm-hmm. i do feel like it's a bizarre missed opportunity to up the stakes just a little bit to instead of just having the antidote right there at least be like still i'll be like i can come up with an antidote i know which 
which uh, which chemicals he used. I will come up with an antidote, try to find him, and then you know bring him back or you know stop him yeah. from destruction until I yeah. can complete it, and then eventually he gets the antidote to him. Like that wouldn't change anything in the story at all because Spider Man doesn't give him the antidote until the very end anyway. So it's yeah. sort of weird. It that would it's just, just make like, more sense, right? And it would you know it would obviously like create more stakes because it's sort of like Spider-Man has to time this out right so so he can stop the scorpion b- before st- or by the time still well creates the antidote so it's just like bizarre that it's just like oh here it is now you've got it okay <laughs> just put it in his mouth at some point <laughs> I also love how Scorpion's like uh, obviously like Jameson's like oh my god everything's about me he's coming to get me 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 I'm the worst but like Scorpion takes him and like doesn't immediately kill him he's just like running around with him in his hand yeah, what he's he like what are you, where are you going That's with him what are you gonna go do it's incredible because Spider-Man does find Scorpion very quickly and he finds him at like normal size and then like five seconds later Scorpion just gets huge and goes kind of King yeah. Kong and just rips Jameson out of a building it's so and I funny. love yeah. the moment when like Scorpion, like Jameson's talking to Betty, and Scorpion's head just sort of like pops up in the window, and he's like, <laughs> so "Just <funny>. too big." <laughs> it's That's so right funny. here. It's uh, so good. It's so, so good. That's where we are. It's so good. It's the classic. This isn't even just Spider-Man thing. This is like kaiju movies do this too, mm-hmm. where it's like. There's no way you wouldn't hear the giant yeah. stomping towards your skyscraper, but it's just silently or appears. climbing up so the smooth. side of your building. It's because he's so smooth. It's you true. can't hear mm. him. He's so, so smooth. He's frictionless. He's smooth kaiju. Sliding down the street. Smooth kaiju. Yeah. He's like a sock. Yeah. Also, is his kaiju-ness, his size, like really inconsistent throughout the episode? Oh, or is it oh for sure. Yeah, well, because like Jameson calls it out as being twenty feet tall, and he is not twenty feet tall. Except sometimes, uh, no. maybe I feel like he's either like fifteen feet tall or he's like fifty feet tall, and he's never actually twenty feet tall. No, <laughs> yeah, because when he's carrying Jameson down the side of the building, I'm like, he's not—he doesn't seem that much bigger than Jameson. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, he is, but then like later on, he's like he's massive, and also when his head peeks in the window, it's like, oh, this <laughs> yeah. dude's big. I, um, I'm just gonna say that there are unstable chemicals, and his size is. Constantly shifting. Oh my god, oh. that sounds awful. That sounds right? like a terrible experience. Yeah, it sounds very disorienting. No wonder oh, he's so really mad. Bad trip. <laughs> yeah, I'd be pissed. What are the mm-hmm. odds? This is all just a bad trip from whatever he drank out of Stillwell's lab. You know, actually, pretty pretty high. <laughs> pretty I think high. that's pretty likely. Yeah, pretty, yeah pretty, <laughs> but I'm But he kind of also looks like he's having fun. Yeah, like there yeah. there's some there's some pictures of him like. He kind of looks constipated, but he also kind of looks like he's enjoying himself. Yeah. And I think that's just part of the animation. Like, he, yeah. he's just grunty. I love that his um, mask is, like, his face is drawn into his mask. Oh, my it's gosh. Like, no sense at all. It is so early, it is so gross. Early Scorpion mask is, like, one of the ugliest fucking <laughs> masks. It's so ugly. Like, nothing is appealing about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also like, I agree. I feel like he's like, Scorpion's having fun. And it's, he's because he's just like a giant carrying around Jameson around town for who knows what the end game is. I kind of love that. But also, I do think it's really, I love like Betty's reaction to all of this madness happening because this giant just like reaches in, yanks Jameson out, and then she like, 
is like on the phone. She's like, oh, Mr. Jameson, you got the scorpion. I, I mean, I mean, the scorpion just got Mr. Jameson. Like, she's a fucking mess, which <laughs> understandable because like a fucking giant ripped your boss out of the window and ran away. Um, and then Spider-Man shows up and like cracks a joke. It's just like, oh, like uh, I forget what he says, but it's just like, oh, who's the one who's in trouble? Like, oh, do I have to rescue Jameson? And Betty's just like, Spider-Man, shut the fuck up. Jameson's going to die. Get the hell out of here. What are you doing? You asshole. <laughs> it's like, yeah. why am I the only one thinking like sanely in this situation right now Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah she's very very upset that he like comes in and immediately cracks it's like it's like i've seen a lot of weird shit spider-man but like this is like the a giant scorpion man like stealing my boss out of the window like i'm kind of freaked out now this is the weirdest shit i've seen so please don't (laughs) please like just don't don't mess with me right now (laughs) yeah you. I mean, I'm with her. Like, just handle this shit. Like at this point, like, yeah. You know what right, I mean? like, right. 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 She does not get paid enough to like no, have to deal with giants. That is yeah. that is like the... because Spider Man wants him to die. Right. He just wants him to oh, die for well, sure. Yeah. yeah, there is that. It's the, the Betty Brant motto: she doesn't get paid enough for this. Yeah. That's just yeah. that's just Betty Brant in a nutshell. Yeah. <laughs> Well, um, hey, tanks get involved <laughs> because <Jeez. laughs> with a with a large, smooth scorpion rampaging about, the military comes in with tanks, uh, and they try to stop him in Central Park, but it fails. So Spider Man confronts him, and he actually saves Jameson by tripping Scorpion and manages to administer the antidote basically by hiding in a tree and just surprising Scorpion. <laughs> and yeah, it actually does kind of happen that quickly. He wor- he runs straight through the web. Yeah. Like <laughs> he doesn't even look. He's like just he's just too like tall. okay. <laughs> I can't see all the I, way down there. <laughs> I also love just how easy it is for Spider-Man to just like hide. Like he just is like there one second and then Scorpion's like where to go? Like he just mm-hmm. like it, like like he turned for like a half second, man. Like pay attention. <laughs> like what are you doing? <laughs> also too, I love how uh Spider-Man is basically just like he he catches jameson with like a web in trees and it's just like all right you're on your own now mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like after that it's like no there's still like a rampaging kaiju like you might want to make sure he gets like to safety but i guess i guess it's fine it's like i did exactly enough for betty not to be mad at me yeah. <laughs> oh, well boy. Spider-Man leaves a webbed-up scorpion for the military with a note, uh, another bad one. Uh, it says, this scorpion stung from your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Mm, Could have done better. <laughs> yeah, I give it an F. He can't yeah. sting. He's got a penis tail. Yeah. Fully smooth. He's too smooth. Yeah. Way too smooth. Way too smooth. Yeah. Sorry, that's just my, I can't stop thinking about what it. What if it's a rubber suit? Ooh. Oh. That's, well, hmm. The mask makes a little bit more sense if it is. Yeah. I mean, certain people would be very into that. So, yeah. <laughs> But why would you do that for a scorpion? That's stupid. Well, look at scorpion. Why is he green? Why does he have a penis tail? Why doesn't he sting anything with a scorpion? Why does he do That's anything? Scorp- like, why you... is not, none of him he scorpion does, He's related? not poisonous or venomous. Yeah, this version is at least. Right, yeah. <laughs> if you poke around the internet enough, I think you could find some people who could do something with that tail. So, Oh, I mean, sure. Yeah, no, <laughs> sure. I'm, not, I'm not disagreeing with that side it's of it. It's functional. Yeah. yeah, it's just not a scorpion tail. Right, yeah. right, yeah. yeah. 
different yeah. functions. Yeah. I just I, from now yeah. on I interpret this particular costume as like adapted fetish gear. Yeah, that's fine. Mm-hmm. I think you that know? works. Yeah, yeah. They needed a they needed sense. a suit and and uh, still well lived in the gay district. <laughs> 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 Ran there down the street. <laughs> works for me. I'm I'm yeah. here for that headcanon. <laughs> Well, ultimately, this segment ends with Jameson bragging about how he was never scared, actually. He was just yelling so that Spider-Man would know where he was. So, you're welcome, everyone. I saved us. (laughs) Basically how that goes. Why is the end joke of this, like, he doesn't finish his sentence? He just says, says, you might say that if it wasn't for me... And then it like cuts to the end tune. What I don't what, know. What's the joke? What were yeah. you gonna say? Why did, did they just like run out of paper and then we're just like we don't know how to finish this? And he just stopped. like it wasn't like he was cut off. Like it was like it was like he was setting up something that never gets payoff. And I feel like it's supposed to be a joke somehow, but I don't know what that joke is. <laughs> yeah, no clue. It felt like it felt like there should have been like a scene of like. Betty and Peter like shaking their yeah. heads or something as he's talking and then it like cuts I, like you yeah know that I would mean? make more sense yeah like if he kind of trailed off and they react but he just sort of like sets up a joke and then it's like <laughs> the end <laughs> it's so weird how bad yeah. the ending of these episodes have been lately even for like the good ones because like I feel yeah. like the end the end joke isn't that hard to write <laughs> no and they've had some good they've had some good yeah. ones you just come up yeah. with a silly pun I don't mm-hmm. know. Like they, there's, I feel like there's so many scorpion puns or s- stepping on person puns or giant right. puns or whatever. <laughs> yeah, and they come up with absolutely none of them at all. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> too early, too early. All the step on puns don't come yeah. till what 2010, That's 2020. True. So. No one was saying step on me, scorpion daddy, in 1968. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a sad time to live in. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I I got a couple faces of the episode for this one. Um, The first one, the photos are really funny. Because at the beginning of the episode, actually, the beginning, it does feel kind of like end of the season-y in a bit. Like, Mm -hmm. the the one thing that does feel like the last episode of the season is because Peter's just like at the Daily Bugle and he's just like, yes, it's kind of dull around here. Nothing Nothing has happened. So I'm thinking maybe we just do a story revisiting past villains that we've already encountered throughout the first season of this television series. And he just like spreads a bunch of photos of past villains on Jameson's desk and all the photos are very funny because they're all like first of all they're all like headshots of these villains. <laughs> they look like graduation photos. <laughs> yeah, like gone wrong, know. you know, like a couple yeah, bad yearbook shots. Photos. But like but Mysterio's fully looks like a school photo. Goblin's fully looks like a school photo. Electro yeah, looks it- like he was caught off guard. When Electro, the way his face is drawn is so funny because his eyes are taking up the entire mask. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Scorpion's just like an angry, just an angry school photo. Like he didn't want to have his photo taken in the first place. It's yeah. just a, He looks a lot like the picture you have underneath of it, it too. Yeah, I was going to say. It really face, does. Very frequently. <laughs> Yeah, I just love that collection of, of photos for them. But yeah, the other one is is of Scorpion when he's going through his transformations. It's weird. They do like the ripple, like flashbacky mm-hmm. dream sequence effect. So maybe he was, maybe it's implying that he is hallucinating because it's like the ripply, that the ripples that you would get if you're having a dream mm-hmm. is what's happening when those chemicals are activating maybe. But it's happening while his like eyes are big and they like draw like a bunch of circles in his eyes and turn they turn a bunch of different colors i might actually make a gif of it when i post it Ooh, that'd to be social cool. media because yeah. it kind of looks better in motion honestly mm-hmm. um 
Yeah, it's just a fun face, I guess. <laughs> I like it. I like you it. Absolutely love it. Yeah. My favorite image from the whole episode was uh there's a very quick clip of Spider-Man basically pointing up and he's he's yeah. essentially pointing up at like Scorpion's dick. <laughs> it's where like Scorpion's like he's like perfectly outlined by like Scorpion's leg and he's just like pointing up at him like oh he's just like straight up just like pointing at his crotch right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Scorpion's second tail, if you will. Oh uh-huh. <laughs> still smooth. Still, still smooth. Still smooth, still flaccid as well. Uh, yeah. <laughs> also this also is i don't know if if y'all noticed this but there is a face that we pulled from a few episodes ago of this weird like laugh face that peter does what the fuck and it and it shows up again in this episode and i just thought it was worth calling out because oh yeah yeah, when we first saw that first episode it's like what in the ever-living fuck is this face and then the fact (laughs) that it comes up again is like that's that's your callback for the end of the season is to that horrible face that Peter makes when he's smiling, I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also love Jameson's uh, smush face where he's just like, oh, no, hand, face in his hands yeah. and just like so worried. And that, I think that's in both of these. episodes. Yeah, is. <laughs> they reuse that yeah. twice. It's yeah. so funny. It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> this first segment is also isn't it? There are a bunch of like weirdly shaped Spider-Man moments too oh my god his jaw gets big and like (laughs) i kept being like what's wrong with his chin and his cheeks and his face what What is why neck yeah yeah they were recycling every single character model they've ever had for spider-man in this one segment it's so funny amazing (laughs) none of them match up it's great yep so good Mm, yeah i like this one this one this one's very fun i thought it was fun i thought it was fun i actually think this next one is super fun too though so you all got like a very good draw i feel like this time around mm-hmm. oh tommy yeah. they are massive improvement for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh for sure <laughs> although i do love fifth oh. avenue phantom i really do i really like that one too myself so <laughs> this second segment is of course 1967 season one uh episode 20 segment b and it's called trick or treachery and here is derek's synopsis Spider-Man gets framed again and again and again. (laughs) (laughs) Not counting the many times he's already been framed in this show, like every other episode by other characters, (laughs) including like literally the week before this was like basically a chameleon episode of a person Mm -hmm. dressing up as Spider-Man. That's where the Spider-Man pointing meme comes from. And guess what happens (laughs) in this episode? (laughs) Yep. Yep. Well, the twins are back, um, and for us, obviously, that's a return appearance, but for the two of you, this is your first exposure to the human flies, or the Patterson twins, or the fly twins, depending on which character is talking about them. They're voiced by different folks, but they are folks we know. This time around, they are voiced by Len Carlson and Harry Raymer, who voice Green Goblin and Noah Body in this series, respectively, and, of course, many other characters. Yeah, and fun fact, I just uh, I I didn't catch this when we had the first fly episode. I'll, I don't know if they even said their full names in that episode anyway, but their names are Stan and Lee Patterson. We did call out oh. we did call out in that episode Stan and Lee, obviously Stan Lee, because that's yeah pretty pretty clear. What mm-hmm. I don't what we didn't know that I what I was just thumbing through the the behind the scenes book on the show that I have. Their last name Patterson is a reference to one of the producers of Grant Ray Lawrence uh, uh, animation, which does this show. Uh, Ray Patterson. He's actually the Ray in Grant Ray Lawrence. So, oh, 
Yeah, so it's all it's actually like a multi a multifaceted reference to both hmm. a comics person and then a TV person in these characters, which is really That's fun. super cool. I like Yeah. That. Okay. Question. Yes. And I apologize if you already mentioned this, no. but is there are there faces referenced to anyone cuz I swear they look like, like they... somebody, right? Yes. They look like they our look... friend Justin. Well, <laughs> maybe it's cuz they both have red hair. I think that's it. No, they kind oh, of Oh, you mean like their actual faces? <laughs> yeah. I don't they, know. I don't they know. Like, they to me they look, they look like, like they look like Ron Howard a bit, but oh, but, they do, kind but of. he I don't know what he cuz I think this would have been between Andy Griffith and Happy Days. So I don't know if his like teen young adult face would have been like prominent yet. I don't know if he was really doing a lot in between those things. So I don't know if it necessarily was a reference to him or it just happens to look like him. Yeah. I don't know. I, it was just so strange to me because um, like it's like as detailed as they were, like it just felt like it was like, they were supposed to look like someone in particular. Right. Um, it, I don't know. They, it just like weirded me out the whole time I was watching. I was like, this looks like, I'm glad you said like, <laughs> I had that you had that same feeling yeah. there. Cause I was like, this has to, this has to be a reference to someone, right? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's not mentioned in the book that I have, but who knows, you know, there might be some concept art notes out there that exist that, that say who, what the inspiration was. I mean, cause like, usually I could be, you know, an old movie actor that like, you know, we're just not as familiar with, but was more popular to the, animators in in 1968 you know um Mm -hmm. that they're referencing because they are they're weird characters in this because they feel like they're they feel like there's something very specific that they're riffing on both in appearance and like performance as well Mm -hmm. because no other characters on the show talk like these two where they're like so they're hilarious they sounded drunk as fuck they're so it sounded like the voice actors were just like high just like just living it was so funny so So giggly they're constantly laughing and giggly the whole yeah like that's what i was thinking too i'm like this is what high this is what high people sound like when you're fucking stoned yeah, it sounded like their voice actors were high, just like reading the lines. Honestly, like, yeah, who knows? Sixty-eight. It could, it could, it could be the case. Like, it was I would so love that. Funny. Yeah, that'd I, be great. great. I think it works for the characters. If that was the case, like more power to you guys. Like, yeah. Yeah. it makes the characters more entertaining. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think I liked them the first time around, and I would love. I would. We have to talk about that uh, probably right after this. But like, I loved them the first time around. I think I like them more this time around, just because yeah. they were so bananas. You know what I mean? I think so too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, so these characters did appear before um, for the two of you. And since you're watching this in reverse verse order, you're like, I mean, there there will be no surprise from that first episode if you go back and watch it. But their whole thing the first time around was that they were tricking people into thinking there was just one of them. And so they were able to pull off all these sort of like superhuman feats because people thought there was just one. So now at this point, we know there's two of them. And so they're just sort of like openly being two of them. Um, yeah. But we don't really get, like Derek said, we don't get a ton of background from them in the first one. So Cass, I... I am so curious as to what <laughs> background you imagine for these two, even if it is just the tiniest little scratch. Okay. Well, sometimes I am watching something and my brain goes blank and I for I miss parts of things. So sure. this might have been explained. But it looked like they were they used to be in a circus. That's what it looks like. I don't. That's the I don't implication. Think, I don't. Yeah, know if it was I don't ever think, explicit. I don't think they explicitly. I think it's sort of because because they do even more in the fir- their first appearance. They do like almost like um 
wire what is it called wire walking or whatever um Mm -hmm. yeah yeah like they do that they do that a lot in their first one so i think they're very much implied to be like circus acts and the climax and their of the first set of their first episode and their hideout in this one is like at a circus or theme park or Mm -hmm. coney island Mm -hmm. or something like that so so i i thought that i decided that they yeah they were runaway circus brothers Mm -hmm. and they Spider-Man met them as a child and they held a grudge against him. And, <laughs> and that's how they knew him is because they remember seeing him at the circus and he was like annoying like or some shit. I don't know. Child Spider-Man. Yeah, child, child Spider-Man. Spider-Man. <laughs> like that little asshole. I mean, we have, you know, I think there's there's an origin flashback episode of coming up, but at this point in the show, we haven't actually seen Spider-Man's origin. We don't know if it matches up in the comics. Yeah, maybe this version of Peter Parker. Maybe it's like a Superboy situation where he was like kid Spider-Man when he was like 11, eight years old or eleven years old or something like that. We yeah, and his suit grew up with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who knows? Maybe. maybe. Or it was maybe. just Peter Parker being an asshole, and they were like, "Fuck <laughs> this kid." I well, that works too. Yeah, yeah. The one thing that I do like more about the first episode that they were in was that. They did seemingly exclusively steal from rich people, mm-hmm. like extremely rich people, um, and that was very fun. And that kind of had us rooting for them. This time around, it's like not about what they're stealing so much as just them being them. Um, yeah. But uh, but I wouldn't be. I don't think that doesn't necessarily jive with what you're saying, right? Like they have this sort of gripe with the system, and Spider-Man is just part of the system. The system. He's a rich asshole. <laughs> They don't I mean, know. They don't know. They don't know. Yeah. They yeah. just only saves rich assholes. Right. Yeah. 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 For yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, this particular human flies episode or segment opens with them honestly being absolutely rad as fuck. They're just like swinging around the city and like grinding on their little like tightrope wire or whatever. Um, and they just like steal a million dollars kind of casually from the Diamond Imports Limited. And the way Hell that yeah. they get away. Cracking the fuck yeah. up the whole time. Yeah. Just <laughs> shooting the shit and living life, stealing diamonds, you know? I love the specific call out when they like read the Diamonds uh, Imports <laughs> oh Limited God, of like yes. the LTD. Mm-hmm. That's limited, but we're not limited to how much we can steal. Yeah. <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> and so they're, laugh- good. they're laughing so hard. That was so fucking funny. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because they're stoned out of their fucking gourds. I love that they're stoned in universe too. I want to believe that. Like, they're just like. I think it does. I think they're just like they are. I mean, they're so good at stealing shit that they're basically rich. I think we can just assume that, right? Yeah, sure. So they just, they're high as fuck, they're living life, and they basically, like, extreme parkour around the city stealing shit for fun. Like, I love it. I love them. I I feel like this sounds like a movie that came, that would have come out in, like, 2006 or something. (laughs) Like, I feel like I've seen this exact movie about a bunch of, like, young kids doing drugs and doing parkour around the city or something. (laughs) Doing (laughs) drugs and doing parkour. Joseph Gordon-Levitt was probably in it or something. Oh, my God. It just feels right. Without a doubt. Without (laughs) a doubt. Oh, my God. I'd watch it. Yeah. Also, their, their suits are... So good. Right? I so love cool. it. So simple. They're better and so than cool. Spider-Man. They kinda suits. are. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They really are. They rule. Yeah. 
Yeah, they're so simple, like so sleek. They mm-hmm. they continuously look like real people, whereas Spider Man gets weird fucking <laughs> frequently giant jaw. And... <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're the cool, they're the good kind of like smooth looking, uh, good smooth yeah. <laughs> criminals. Yeah. yeah, not the uh, not the smooth kaiju. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right, right. They don't there's they don't they don't like invoke a feeling of flaccidity to them. They <laughs> no, they're nope. they're hard as a rock and stone. Oh my god. <laughs> Wow, <laughs> that should be their their tagline: "Hard as a rock and stone." <laughs> oh my, oh my god! god. Uh. Well, the way that they get away with this diamond heist is by impersonating Spider Man when a security guard actually finds them, and this works. They they basically distract him with Spider Man uh, and then knock him out. And of course, Jameson is thrilled to hear that Spider-Man stole a million dollars in diamonds. (laughs) This is the news of the century as far as he's concerned. And of course, Peter is distressed. (laughs) Fair. Fair enough. Also, this, this is the first instance. This episode loves to like, flashback to things that happened less than 30 it seconds does. before it if nothing else that feels like and it's i know it's not flashing back through the season but it feels like the the things you would do in a finale to flashback throughout the season it just only yeah. does it for the segment itself yeah like james is like spider-man robbed the robbed the, the bank or whatever uh, or robbed the diamond place and then they flash back to it it's like yeah we we just saw that like less than a minute ago. <laughs> when you, and James, you forgot. And also, Jameson wasn't there, so it's not like he's remembering it, and they don't play it any differently. So it's not like he's imagining anything either. So yeah. there's actually no logical reason, and they also, and it also was just a quick flash. So it's not like it's really saving them on any animation either. So I just cannot comprehend the thought process behind that at all. And then they do it again later. <laughs> How many flashbacks can you ha- can you get in a ten minute episode right? <laughs> right. that are flashbacks of the the same episode right. honestly right. i feel like we might find out in future seasons when they are I recycling think. constantly <laughs> yeah the budget only gets lower from here yep. which is really sad <laughs> oh, well boy. confident and correct actually that spider-man will try to find them at their theme park hideout the twins smack him with a fly tracer on the back when he arrives and then fully dunk on him by pretending to be good and just like drop kicking him into a building. It's incredible. <laughs> They've been wanting to drop kick him since he was 12, like yeah. 10 years old. <laughs> They've been waiting for this. <laughs> also, their quote pretending to be good is just them literally saying, we're good guys or we're good now. And then hold, handing out their hand for a handshake. Dude, and Spider-Man <laughs> buys it. He buys it instantly. He's just Idiot. like, okay, well, good. And it's like, dude. <laughs> Well, I'm so glad that we cleared this up. (laughs) I guess you're fine, huh? (laughs) It's the high fumes. It's getting to him. Yeah. You're getting secondhand contact contact high. high. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's how it works. Beautiful. He also, like, like, went after they, like, he gets, he crashes into one of the buildings. He's like, I can't believe I fell for that. And it's like, yeah, us either. Yeah. (laughs) No one can believe it. Yeah. I guess I'm glad you noted that, (laughs) that Mm -hmm. that was a little weird. (laughs) You're owning it at least. Mm -hmm. Well, using this fly tracer, which is actually kind of a brilliant plan. I think the twins are able Mm -hmm. to anticipate when Spider-Man will show up to stop them at their next heist. So they have ample time to prepare to frame him once again. So of course they do this successfully uh, and Jameson continues to gloat and Peter continues to wallow until he does finally find the fly tracer. I actually would have loved like a montage here of them like dunking on him over and over again using this tactic. I think that would have been oh, really would have been fun. Great. Yeah. yeah. 
I, I also like my whole thing with that is like it, how how does it take him that long to notice it? Because that fly tracer is kind of big. <laughs> like it's kind of big, and he has spider sense in the show that basically works as radar. It's not like a danger sense. It's like it makes him hyper aware of his surroundings and he doesn't yeah. notice this fly that's clearly like yeah. giving off radio signals from his shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. incredibly unaware. Not to mention I th- I think it's weird that like they have to like get the signal to like this weird brick cell phone that they're using, like <laughs> that feels as their receiver. Very they invented 19- the cellular feels phone. Very nineteen sixty eight, where it's just like, well, how else would this work? Like they're not thinking of like you know digital waves or anything. It's just like the closest they can think of how this could possibly work would be like radar and or sonar or something. And the most futuristic thing they could think of is like <laughs> a brick where they can listen to the tone of the tracer. Like it's actually very quaint to me. I feel like yeah, yeah. it's it's really funny. I do yeah. like that it ends up kind of looking like they're just that asshole walking around with like a Bluetooth speaker to their ear. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh my god, that's so true. Also, like you know. This is the sequence, you know, when they're when they're framing when they're framing Spider Man. I I I love I love the idea of it where you know it's sort of your classic like like it looks like one of the twins is doing something bad and Spider Man's like oh you you clearly robbed a place and the twins like oh did I and then it's just like he was just <laughs> carrying apples oh no you just assaulted this man who was just buying I that's apples what it was gonna in the be. store. But what's funny is that like. He's in his fly costume, though, just maskless. So it's Mm -hmm. sort of like, I'm just an innocent man. You assaulted just carrying a bag of apples. And it's like, except you're clearly like wearing your your like cat burglar (laughs) outfit. So like Uh that's still going to cause people to be suspicious. Like, you know, you could threaten to go to the police and say Spider-Man attacked you, but you look pretty suspicious right now. (laughs) They're going to at the very least think you stole those apples. So (laughs) I don't know, man. (laughs) But but. Okay, but more so, why apples? Like, yeah. why That's apples? That's what they've been smoking out of, so that they can just <laughs> okay. you know, you know oh, what? they're bongs. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god! Also, like the 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 um the focus on the apples. Like then there's like the scene in the bugle when Jameson's you know ranting about <laughs> Jameson says it. Yeah, Jameson's just like apples. They, they, the key was just taking apples, and and Betty was like apples and then somehow that's how she connects the dots to like wait but how could he be in two places at once it's almost as if spider-man <laughs> has a twin if it's not him uh-huh. it's like why did the apples thing make you come up with that idea how in, the, how in the actual fuck did she <laughs> right? it's like i'm not connecting the dots here it's like why was the emphasis on her yelling apple also actually out of all of those things james is <laughs> talking about all of the stuff that spider-man did that sounds suspicious and the one thing she latches on to is apples like what <laughs> also the way Wait, apples i also apples? my favorite line is from Jameson saying uh, littered the place with webs and apples. And it's yes. like, okay, <laughs> sure. Uh, sh- there was a bag a of apples. Perfect fly trap. Mm-hmm. Apples. He didn't, he, like, he didn't throw the apples out of the bag either. Oh, he was no. just holding a bag of apples. Yeah. <laughs> like a modest bag of apples. Oh, my God. You guys just stole a shit ton of diamonds. You didn't want to like use those as like. Like one or two diamonds as like bait or something. Yeah. Like, God, I love how nothing about this makes sense. But also, like, if you subscribe to the idea that they're just fucking high the whole time, yeah. like, 
Uh, maybe oh, every perfect maybe sense. everybody in this episode is fucking high as hell. It would yeah. actually explain a lot. <laughs> I honestly would love the idea that that Spider-Man in this show almost is always dealing with villains that are significantly older than he is because most of them are. Um, but these two are just kind of like shitheads who are slightly younger than him who just fucking yes. give him hell, you know? <laughs> like, I love that. I fucking love that. Oh my god! I'm telling you, it's because they were young circus talent, <laughs> and a young Peter Parker was there watching the show, yeah. and he stood up midway, and he goes, "Y'all suck!" <laughs> and he threw his popcorn at them, and they were so mad. He threw his apples at them. He threw apples at them. It was oh my god! You've oh. cracked the case. Wow! Holy shit! Wow! <laughs> Boom! Oh, it works. It all works. Yeah, yeah. Well. <laughs> Uh, high on their success and a whole lot of weed, uh, <laughs> the twins begin their next heist at a fur storage warehouse, which feels so Speci- dated. <laughs> also, like, very oddly specific, yeah. too. Like, yeah. Fur storage. For sure. Fur we both storage. looked at each other. We were like, what? fur storage? What? I know. I double took. I was like, am I reading and this And then right? there was, like, a weird, like, tunnel that they, the slide that yeah. they went down. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you Very don't know confused. all first storage warehouses have those those cool slides. That's just normal. You yeah. Know? Wee. I, that's where you catch the raccoons that you turn into coats, I guess. Oh, oh no. Shit. <laughs> Why raccoons? I, I, don't, I don't know. Is that not a thing? I don't think so. I would say like minx coats, right? Is that a thing? Oh, I just, I, I mean, I don't think minks are like randomly walking into chimneys. That's true. <laughs> yeah. True. Well, anyway, they're doing this unaware that their tracer won't work because Spider-Man has discovered it, right? So when one twin sneaks into the warehouse, Spider-Man's like, now's my chance. They don't know I'm here. So he confronts the other one and then basically like chases him around the city. And then I think what we're to understand is that he is purposely like allowing the other one to lose him so that he will return to his brother and then Spider-Man can follow them like follow him back to his brother and web them both up at the warehouse, which is exactly Mm -hmm. what he does. So at first I was like, why are you chasing him around the city? And I think it was kind of a ploy. I didn't realize that was, that's what was going on. I was really confused and angry and upset that as fun of this episode (laughs) as was, that's how anticlimactically it ended where Spider-Man loses him and they go home and they're just like, weird that he hasn't found us. And then Spider-Man's right behind them saying, actually I have. And then webs them up and it's over. Like that's it. That's it. I mean, that is it. That is it. And I think the only thing that makes sense is at one point he does say, okay, now he's going to try to lose me. So it's, I think he, I think he was anticipating, mm. I think he was supposed to be anticipating that, yes, the one will run, but if I let him run and then, you know, lose him, he will go back to the first storage place. It's very poorly edited because none of that yeah, is clear. I was, <laughs> no, it's not clear. I watched but it a few also, times. But also, why? Like, why is that the plan? Because <laughs> As last time, to... because last time when they were separate, he got duped over and over and uh, over again. True. <laughs> now he knows there's two of them, and as long as he can have them in the same room, I think this is his thinking. It's never a satisfying solution, though, with this show. It's never satisfying with this show. <laughs> Just remember, he's he's high, so he doesn't. This all makes sense to him. So maybe there's actually yeah. just one of them. <laughs> he just can't oh. see straight. <laughs> exactly. Mm. Oh my god! Damn. Uh. <laughs> oh god. Sorry, that joke hit me like way later. <laughs> 
Jameson does still have three phones. Those are all real. Yeah. Yeah. I'm seeing yeah. I'm seeing double here. Four fly twins. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Well, speaking of the phones, Betty receives a call from Sergeant O'Brien on one of these phones, uh, and Sergeant O'Brien clears Spider-Man's name, and and Betty suggests to Jameson the headline, this performance of the fly is canceled by your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. It's not that funny. But what is funny is Betty saying, oh, yes, a bunch of times, because Jameson keeps saying, oh, no. The last so the weird. La- oh, that, feel first of all, comedy bang bang reference. Oh no, uh, a few people would get that mostly. The, <laughs> yeah. Mostly for for Tommy Gazzy. Um <laughs> but uh, yeah, the last line of this entire season for the third, <laughs> the last line of the last episode of the very first Spider-Man show. Incredible. A pretty momentous occasion is. Oh yes, Mister Jameson. Oh yes. <laughs> oh, don't say it like that. She oh, says yes. it in an interesting way. Yeah. Yeah, I guess she does. so. Something about when you pulled it out of context and said it. Um, that's what I'm saying. That's the last yeah. line of the show. Yeah. Or sure the last is. line can of the I, season. Damn. Can I also just mention the the headlines Jameson's coming up oh with like when he's like try <laughs> when he's hoping that it's Spider-Man? How does this guy have a fucking job? <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> well, but he's Many like questions. his fr- his first headline is like clearly like an okay pun where it's like Spider-Man caught in his own web. And then the next one is end of end of the line for Spider-Man. And it's like, what? Yeah. Doesn't he say something like, oh wait, no, he doesn't say that. The- I was going to go, doesn't he say, I'm going to get Spider-Man and then get him to take his clothes off. But that's what? not what happens. <laughs> what? <laughs> where did that come from? Were you? Oh, unmasked. He talked about unmasking. Probably. Yes, he does yeah, say for unmasked. some reason. He does say Spider-Man unmasked. That's where it comes from. Yeah. Yeah. I see. I see. I, exa- it wasn't I exaggerated. Yeah. Yeah. Although, Not just his mask. That's the other thing, though, is that like this episode has all these flashbacks and stuff. They do the same ripple thing for an imagined spot at the end where, where yeah. he's imagining where he's they're They're both imagining the the uh, the newspaper headlines on the actual newspaper, which the show has never done before. They're constantly spewing out headlines. It's mm-hmm. weird that in the very last one, they're like now as a special gift to the audience, you actually get to see what the newspaper would look like <laughs> yeah. if these headlines were real. Like, thanks, so I guess. Strange. It's very weird. Everybody was horny for journalism back then. <laughs> sure, that's why. I that's why we Betty's like, "Oh yes." Nowadays, yeah, yeah, true. That's why Betty's saying, "Oh yes, Mr. Jameson." Oh yes, oh, because she's God. horny for journalism. Uh, Just a little peek. <laughs> oh my God! Oh my God! Oh, oh I'm my so good. I'm so glad that this last episode of the season and the last episode of 2022 <laughs> has been this much of a fucking chaotic. <laughs> It's exactly what mess. I wanted. Beautiful. I'm so happy. <laughs> I feel like we're all a little bit delirious. <laughs> Perfect. It was. They were uh, like honestly fun episodes, yeah. and like, they are. like legitimately funny, like really legitimately funny. It, you like, really don't know what you're gonna get with this show. You might end up getting yeah. like legitimately just like bad episodes. You might end up getting a racist episode. You might end yeah. up getting like a legitimately good episode of television. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these are just fucking bananas in a fun way. They're not even like as weird as the show can be no. sometimes. They are just like genuinely funny. <laughs> like honestly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the first one's a little absurd, but like it tries to be sincere about it, which is funny. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, the twins are just great. I I need to see more of them. I need them to have like their 
a comeback. Yeah, I they, think they need to come fun. into the 21st century. Yeah, I agree. I there's so many villains from the show that I wish would be revived in some way, and they've mm-hmm. skyrocketed for me, especially after this one. They were already pretty high, mm-hmm. but they might yeah. be <laughs> high. Uh, <laughs> it, I, I was <laughs> always. <laughs> um, I think they're in the top three for me. It's like them, Parafino, yeah. and Fifth Avenue. Yeah, and I feel like there's also opportunities for them to be kind of like. Um, God, it's so passe to be like it's like the Joker. They just like love chaos, but like the very like cartoony classic version of like old school Joker and Harley Quinn and stuff like that, where it's just like they're just like weirdos playing funny jokes and out there just to be chaotic. Like I think there's something mix, really appealing about that. A mix of that and Screwball, I think, is exactly yes. where they fit because Screwball is explicitly trying to prank Spider-Man for like clicks. And they, yeah. I don't think they care about that, but I think they would find fun in, like, pranking people in general. Yeah. So they could be, like, a fun Marvel character that's just constantly, like, a nuisance to people. Yeah. Uh, I think that would be so much fun. Yeah, I think there's a fun there's a fun space for that that is not yeah. really filled. Especially often. if they are the kind of villains that are not interested in actually hurting anyone. I think that's mm-hmm. perfect. Yeah. I think I that would that. really make them, like... Right in the sweet spot. God, they should be just like stoned. Yeah, Spider-Man, um, like parody guys on TikTok, like just like <laughs> making TikToks of people and shit. That's oh my honestly God. kind of brilliant. And then they realize that they you can... remember that TikTok of the Spider-Man at that kid's birthday party that's oh. like twerking. That's <laughs> them. No, that's them. <laughs> <laughs> oh no or as betty would say oh yes oh yes <laughs> <laughs> oh my god Ay-ay-ay. oh my god um the only face of the episode i had from this one it is we referenced it but when they're like we're good boys now and then spider-man is somehow immediately tricked uh, tricked by it i just mm-hmm. love that like the way that they present being good boys is them in their full fly costumes, in their full, like, like this is our criminal stealing things outfits, mm-hmm. they just, like, wrap their arms around each other in, in a very, like, cute, brotherly, affectionate way and are just like, we're good boys now. And Spider-Man's just like, huh? <laughs> God, great. but they look so fucking cool. They're so fucking they cool. They look awesome. That is a great picture. They look yeah. so, they're, they're like a mix between, like, a Spider-Man costume and, like, a classic alien. Like a, yeah. like a classic yeah. gray or green alien. Yeah. So yeah. good. Yeah. They also look in that picture like they look like buff and like svelte and really like mm-hmm. tight. Mm-hmm. And Spider Man just like looks hunched and grumpy and like, <laughs> yeah, what he the really fuck? Does. Like he just like huh? these kids are like running me ragged. Yeah. yeah he's <laughs> kinda a little flabby in that drawing, yeah. which like there's nothing wrong with that, but you just don't that's just like not really what you normally expect from Spider Man unless yeah. it's like the Peter B. Parker from Spider Verse version, right. you know? <laughs> yeah. Like these kids are like these kids look way more like Spider Man than he does. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Really for funny. sure. Uh yeah it's so fun can i i have one thing that's like not really related to what we were talking about but it's like i wanted to throw it it's a fun bit of trivia related to this show that i wanted to throw out before we closed out the season oh yeah um, that i that i learned or i don't i think i don't think it ever came up before because it's something that i just read in the book at like in the afterward like the very tail end of it with some additional materials as i was finishing going through it from the behind the scenes book that we've referenced many Mm -hmm. many times throughout this podcast um so 
if you've listened to some episodes of our podcast, at the end of it, sometimes there will be on these like next week on Spider-Man, little like kind of coming attractions, interstitials. That's a, you know, Spider-Man narr- narrates it with a few scenes that are previews of the next episode. And it's like a cool archive thing because the DVDs don't have those. So it's they're really hard to find the ori- like what originally was at the end of these episodes that previewed the next one that's narrated by Paul Souls as Spider-Man. Um, there's only a few of them that you can kind of to find online and we've put them in the podcast whenever we have them i think we've already run out of them like i don't know there, there's there's not gonna be we one just of ran one. out yeah yeah so I, I think there might be like a couple that i found for like season two one one season two episode one season three episodes i don't know mm-hmm. um, i would love for those to be found but but all that is to say a fun thing that i learned about them from that book is that those actually are all written or at least in the first season were written by stan lee himself um, oh, cool. There's like a memo uh, from Grant Trey Lawrence, like to Stan, just being like, hey, here's the um, here's like the the scripts or, or summaries or whatever for for like and they just listed like three of the earlier episodes. Like, I understand you're writing the coming attractions. Just send it back to us. So Stan mm-hmm. like reviewed the episodes and wrote what Spider-Man says, describing what's going to be happening in next week's episode. Mm. Cool. Tacked on. Yeah, I thought that was kind of a cool bit of trivia that that he had like his his direct like you know, uh, his direct hand in, in those, those parts of this show. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And another reason why I wish those things could be like unearthed and actually properly archived instead of like, you know, a handful of them uploaded to YouTube from a VHS Mm -hmm. recording, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Mm. What a cool show. That's all. That's all. Yeah. Most of the time. (laughs) Most of the time. Most of the time. Yeah. Well, did you, did you all have any other any other closing thoughts on on this show or this episode uh, while we're here before we wrap up? I'm just glad that we got to do these ones with y'all because mm-hmm. honestly, like they're <laughs> they Same. they really are so much fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, for sure. And these these last two episodes, a good a good uh, palate cleanser. A from... true treat. <laughs> yeah, a true treat. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I loved it. Yeah. I'm I'm glad we got to have you on for the end because uh, the the end. I feel like it's like the, the end. whatever. The last episode of of the season of the show, you know, cuz both of you were kind of similar to how we were where you've seen you, you have both been on this podcast before, so you've both been exposed to it, but like us, you didn't have really a super long history with it or anything before, you know, before we were doing it for the podcast. So it was kind of fun to to all kind of like you know wrap it up together it's just like yeah this show is fun and silly and i feel like we're all kind of glad we got to experience it yeah in in one way or another and in this fashion where you can kind of joke about it because it's not a serious show or anything no you know it's when the show is at its best seriously yeah (laughs) if you took this show seriously Mm -hmm. what is wrong with you (laughs) but also but also i feel like it's a testament to like or 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 a kind of a I feel like, you know, the way that comic book uh, material and adaptations are taken very seriously nowadays because it is the culture, like it's mm-hmm. overtaken yeah. pop culture. I feel like this is sort of a nice point in the opposite direction of sort of like sometimes it can just be stupid and silly and it's still yes. art in its own way. And yeah. honestly, yeah. the Same fun of Star it. Wars. Yeah, with Star Wars, yeah. too. The fun of it sometimes is how fucking stupid it, it is. And you can have a blast. Life with day, it. bitches. Right. Life, Life day. day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I also do love that, like, as someone who, like, I mean, knows about as much knows 
as much about anyone else at, about Spider-Man. Like, I feel like the fact that there are so many, like, n- niche and also, like, new uh, villains and things like that in this, like, mm-hmm. it makes it so easy to yeah. just, like, watch and not feel like I'm, like... I need to be like I need to have every bit of lore knowledge yeah. about like what you know of, yeah. what the, happened in the Marvel the fly twins. Point. Yeah. yeah, so it's very helpful. Yep. Um, so when in doubt, make up your own shit. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, that too. I love that. Yeah, yes. nothing wrong with it in my book. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks so much for joining us with this and and closing out the year with us, y'all. Um, Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Where can people find the both of you and everything you're doing and, and plug your podcast, anything you want to, you want to a plug right now, go for it. Yeah. So you can find our podcast, uh, distant echoes, a star Wars podcast. Uh, we are on Instagram and Twitter. We're at distant echoes SW in both places. Um, and we are just going to be, uh, soon watching season two of the bad batch so yes. if you're into animation and star wars stuff come check us out yeah it's very very similar to what we do here but just for star wars because you all specifically for the most part deal in the animation realm of star wars right yeah we've done like some of the newer like live action shows but i mean our like actual yeah. first love is like the animation so mm-hmm. you know it's it is what it is and we, we're some some animation heads. I don't know if that's a if that's a term. Us but, too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How about finding y'all individually if you'd like to be found individually? Yeah, I'm at awkward comma on Twitter. And I am at Cassie Thulu. Beautiful. You're beautiful. Well, thank you. So are you. <laughs> I feel like we're a very beautiful group tonight. So true. Yes. yes. Yeah. Um, for more beautiful things, you can join our beautiful <laughs> Patreon at <laughs> patreon.com slash Snappers, where we have lots of beautiful bonus content uh, mm-hmm. starting as, as at as little as $1, uh, over 100 bonus episodes there that you can check out. You can also check out our Discord, uh, where we will, even, even while we're on break in January, you can still feel free to hit us up there. I'm sure that there will still be conversations going on, mm-hmm. especially yeah. as like Spider-Verse movie news and stuff comes out. Always top of conversation sometimes we talk about not spider-man related stuff so yeah. um, definitely check out our discord link of that link to that is in the show notes i don't know why i said that's so weird anyway um, <laughs> if you want to find the uh, uh the two of us online where can people find you doug and everything you can on? find me on twitter at ikibuli i-c-k-y-b-o-o-l-e-y if you like pokemon stuff if you've been playing pokemon scarlet and violet you can check me out on a podcast yeah. called victory road uh, it's a Pokemon podcast. And if you like books and video games, you can check me out on a podcast called Novel Gaming, where my friend Katie and I catch up on all of the media we've been consuming lately. What about you, Derek? Sure, you can find me on Twitter at Derek B. Gale. You can also find my podcast, Gimmicks, which looks at the high-concept, experimental, structure-breaking, gimmicky episodes of television with a different show and different guests for every episode. In the backlog, if you want to hear a Distant Echoes crossover for Gimmicks, Tommy and Cassie were both on for an episode of The Clone Wars. That's an homage to the horror movie Cube, which was a very, very fun one to do. Definitely check that out. So good. Um, 
yeah, it was super fun. Uh, there'll be more episodes of Gimmicks coming in 2023. That's also on a little sabbatical, like uh, like what we're doing on the Web Snappers. But that will be back with new episodes uh, soon enough. If you want to keep up with when that's going to happen, then you can check on Twitter and Instagram at Gimmicks Pod. We also have another podcast that Doug and I do together, or we're doing together, called Falling with Style, an ongoing Pixar movie marathon, where we were watching every Pixar film chronologically. We have done that. We are we have accomplished. <laughs> our mission i guess we're yeah. just going to keep plugging that forever i don't know but for right now all of those episodes are out now including our full end of marathon retrospective you can find the following with style feed anywhere you get your podcasts you can also visit us on our website wallopingwebsnappers.com you can find a full archive of all of our episodes of both Walloping Web Snappers as well as Falling with Style and catch up on anything you may might have missed that we've done uh, for the past few years. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Walloping Web Pod and email us any questions or concerns or feedback at Walloping Web Snappers podcast at gmail.com. Questions or concerns like I'm like a HR person or something. <laughs> Do you have any concerns about the podcast? Please direct them to our Gmail. <laughs> Scorpion is not that smooth. <laughs> I have wrong. a major problem. You guys understand criticism. that his suit is probably textured, right? It's like an animation thing. <laughs> it's ripped. Oh my God. For God, her pleasure. End of end of 2022. End of the night. We're all so delirious right now. Um, <laughs> please rate, review, and subscribe on all podcast platforms. You can also, you know, leave your complaints about what we have to say about Scorpion in a podcast review if you want. I guess um, we'll see. It Come at me, <laughs> please do. Um, any any ratings and reviews um, help uh, helps us in the listings. Helps people find us. Whatever. Yeah. Just looks good to have some ratings and reviews as well for other future listeners. Next week. Nothing. We have no episode. Nothing. We're going to be resting because by the sounds of it, we clearly need it. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and and uh, But we'll be back and you'll hear us. Uh, you'll hear an episode dropping in a couple of weeks uh, for a Patreon bonus episode. And we'll be back for regular episodes in February. So we will see you then. Bye. Wherever there's a hang-up, you'll find a spider.